What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to Gamer Credits. This is going to be Level 10, Season 2. Let's introduce the players. Player 1, BP. What's up, kid? How you doing, man? Uh, I am doing. How are you? You're doing. Awesome. Vague, yeah. mysterious. Yeah. Feels right. Okay. If you say so. Uh, I think about the same, man. Getting by. All right. Vague, mysterious. I like it. <laughs> I was trying to match the energy, man. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> and of course, player number two, Captain Starchild. I'm throwing up peace signs. What's going on, everybody? Why are you throwing up signs that nobody? I was gonna say we can clearly see those peace signs, man. <laughs> That's why I have verbally said what I was doing, so you can visualize. See, it's, this whole show is about helping you to visualize. Ah, so you're helping us out throwing like invisible peace signs. There you go. Fantastic. Was this like an audio book or something? <laughs> <laughs> and then he walked to the door and turned the doorknob. Hey, man, you gotta be very descriptive with these things. That's pretty good, man. You need to reach out to Amazon, man. Ah. Or Audible. Yeah, well, tell them to pay I, the I think Amazon owns them, so I guess it's Yeah, I mean, that's why I said that, but you know, <laughs> being more specific. You're right. Uh, <laughs> and of course, Player 3, it's your boy, Kid Dream. Before we get to these topics, anybody got a gaming moment of the week? I do, man. Uh, I actually jumped into Death Stranding, finally. Oh, okay. FedEx Simulator 2021. How was yes, it? Yes, indeed, man. Yes, indeed. And I felt like, you know what? If I'm going to be a, develop, a delivery guy, I'm going to be the best delivery guy there is. And uh, it's weird, man. Like, it's, I know I, I'm pretty sure you can agree with me on this, kid, but it's a very weird game to really try to describe to somebody. You know, on paper, yeah. on paper it I... is a delivery service, essentially, but it feels more than that. Like, I don't know. It's It's just really weird to kind of really describe other than just weirdly addictive yeah i, I think if, if you tried to like put it down to one word I, th I think the best word would just be like connection i guess that's fair to say yeah i just don't know i guess i hadn't reached that point yet man i don't know how to feel about the game um other than that i can't stop playing it even though when i started it okay it's just weird because like when i started it i promise you i was in like i think i was doing the first delivery you know just crossing the terrain and the first thought in yeah. my mind was oh man my bike's down like i can't you know I, yeah i gotta walk all the way I mean, run yeah. all the way there That's, this is crazy and i remember thinking i don't think i'm gonna do this too much longer but i could <laughs> not stop like i could not stop like it was just like well now i'm invested i gotta see where this goes and then i literally was looking at the landscape like all right do i roll through these rocks do i go through this stream of water man it looks pretty that current looks pretty strong i don't know like you know what i mean it's almost as if you're really there making the decisions like how you would go about traversing the terrain. And it sounds like you really do care about your character, that like you're trying to get them to get through whatever obstacles without being careless. Well, I think I became the character. Like, that's what's so weird. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I became him. It was like, I'm sitting there racking my brain. Like, all right, so I bet I would put this ladder here. But I don't know, because it doesn't seem like it goes far enough. I got to really kind of measure this out. So, you know, it, I just got involved with that. Um, I will say it was terrifying when you get to the part of the, uh, I think it's the BTs kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, I, when I say terror, I don't mean like in a sense of horror. It's just so nerve wracking, the tension. It's like, oh, God, I'm getting too close to the little, you know, signals going off. So, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, do I back off? Do I stay still? Do I hold my breath? Like, it's so many mechanics to it. It's, it's crazy. Apparently, you yeah, don't really get to fight them, do you? Well, that's what I was about to say. In the early game, you really don't have a lot of options when it comes to defense or even offense to deal with the BTs other than to just kind of like sneak by them. It, it kind of explains a little bit more later in the game. I won't say too much. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, you you kind of treat that, those sections as stealth sections because you really can't do much against them. Yeah, so it's um, yeah. good. Hey, definitely a good game. I mean, it's. I remember when I was playing it. It's just there's something calming and relaxing about it. Like, yeah, like you said on paper, it's like you deliver packages, but it's like it's one of those. It's not about like the destination, but the journey, and that's what made it fun. Is that mm -hmm. like finding the right path? You know, making sure you keep your footing. You know, 
avoiding BTs and the enemies and everything like that. So, it, it, it's just something about it. So you just uh, say it's just like a Mavi Cyrus move, um, song. It's like the climb. I get it. All right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I will say, too, That's before. What's that? The music is incredible, too. The soundtrack. Mavi Cyrus? I will say. I will say, if you're not used to a Hideo Kojima game, uh, it may be a little off-putting when the music kind of starts like out of nowhere at our most kind of random time. Because that's what kind of threw me off in the beginning, but then I had to remember, oh yeah, this is Hideo here. Okay, yeah. Because it was like the same, I guess I had that same vibe from Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater uh, when you were climbing that ladder and then all of a sudden the Snake Eater theme just kind of etched in or kind of crept in slowly and then you just like, wait, is that a song? Wait. What, why? I'm just climbing a ladder. Uh, you know, so that's why I kind of say, yeah, if, you, if you're not used to that, then it kind of will throw you off. But oh, but nonetheless, the quality of the song is really good. Yeah. Well, you still didn't sell the game to me. Uh, I'm not wow. probably going to play it no time soon. Well, let I, me say this. Have you played a Phantom Pain? Um, like Metal no. Solid? No, I watched <laughs> someone play it. That's mainly the most I have done with that game. Someone else was playing it, and I was in the room when they were playing it. Did you enjoy it, though? It was great graphics. Uh, did not know what was going on, but yeah. So you enjoyed it, but not enough to where you would really play it yourself? No. Okay, so you're not going to want to play Death Stranding. <laughs> it's just, I'm just going to like save you the time on that. Now, another thing, I'm sorry, I kind of take took too long here, but uh, the visuals are amazing, kid. I know I you can. That. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was impressed just playing on my PS4 Pro when it originally came out. I was like, Yo, how does this look th- how does it look this good? Like, I mean the grass, the water, I mean your character and everything. Oh, yeah. It's just incredible. It is. It is definitely. Okay. I took too much time. So who's next? God. I think it would be Kid. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> all right. <laughs> you see how you uh, took it. <laughs> I actually kind of have a combination of things that all kind of uh, culminated into a, a phenomenal experience. So uh, I think I previously mentioned how I finally purchased the new graphics card, um, and that came in thirty seventy. It's installed, uh, all that good stuff. Um, but that's when it hit me the other day, uh, last week, that I was like, okay, well, I got this new monitor, but I, I'm sorry, I got this new graphics card, but I don't have a new monitor. Kind of doesn't make any sense because my old monitor was only 1080p. So I got a fancy graphics card but can't run anything past 1080p. So I went ahead and shelled out some more money and bought a new monitor. I ended up getting uh, a curved ultrawide and uh, 1440p resolution. And so to go along with that, I wanted to play a newer game that could really, you know, test out the graphics card to kind of see how it looks along with the monitor. Uh, and I ended up deciding to play the new Guardians of the Galaxy game that came out uh, late last year. Nice. Because, you know, it's on Game Pass and everything. Mm-hmm. And I am just impressed all around. I mean, uh, first off, the game is just amazing. Uh, I, I was a little skeptical to play because it, it didn't look that fun. I'm telling y'all now, if you haven't played it, please go play it. It is a fun, fun okay. game. Uh, I mean... The banter between the crew is exactly how it is in the movies. And if you know, if you love that, you're gonna love it here. There's so much choice and variety and like the the decisions that come up. I mean, you're constantly given options on what you want to say to the crew and what you want to do. Uh, you know, the gameplay is it, definitely fun and, and you really it's kinda like actiony but strategy as well, because you gotta have to like tell the different um members what to do. Cause you only play as Star Lord. But you can kind of say, hey, group, I want you to go do this. Drax, you use this ability right here. So there's a little bit of that strategy element to it. Um, and then just playing it on the PC with the new monitor, with the new graphics card, it just looked and ran amazing. I mean, it was, I was able to run it on like ultra or very high graphics. It didn't dip on the frames. Uh, thankfully, the game supports ultra wide. So it took up the whole monitor and it's just, I got to tell you, it's a different experience playing a game in ultrawide because you really just kind of get surrounded into it. And it's just so much more detail, so much there. It's all in all, it was a blast, man. I'm I'm, I'm very happy. Man, yeah, it's it's definitely like on my list. Smart investments. It's definitely on my list, man. I've been wanting to play that for a minute now. Yeah, I play. I, I when I saw the gameplay last year, I was like, this looks terrible. This looks lame. You it, really felt that way? Punk place yeah it just it looked 
it didn't look fun to watch. But as soon as I like sat down and started playing, like I said, first off, the writing is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I am constantly laughing my butt off at some of the lines and jokes that they're saying. Right. I, I mean, literally, it's like an MCU movie, the writing, um, you know, for better or for worse. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, it, it's just fun to play as well. Nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah. What about you, uh, Star? I have zero gaming moments because I was sound like a broken record. I think I will. Uh, I promise everybody by next week I will try a different game other than Overwatch and then give you a true gaming moment. I was hoping you say I that. I, I, now, I was hoping you say that because I actually do have a gaming moment for Star that he does not want to divulge, but I'm going to divulge right now. That's why. That's why. That's why I was moving on, man. What's going on? Uh, no, on. ain't moving on, man. Don't be a kid. You're gonna love this. <laughs> you did your gaming so moment. This. Everyone right. did gaming uh, moment. Man. No, moment. this is yours, man. This is yours. So, kid, you ready? Go ahead. So check this out. Me, him, and two other of uh, two of our other buddies. Uh, we all decided to get into Ghost, right? So we were playing like a survival, and I think we got to—I don't even know what wave it was. I think it was wave six or seven, some midpoint, right? Our all other right, friend right. gets online, and of course, Ghost is only a four-player game, you know, for the survival. And uh-huh. so he was like, "Well, you know, I'm gonna go into Overwatch. Y'all go ahead." Next thing I know. Oh. Next thing I know, I see Star Child has left. And I'm thinking, oh, he wow. got disconnected. Like, you know, something happened, whatever. He'll be back. And then our friend kicks in. And he's like, wait, man, are you in Overwatch right now? And uh, huh. Star's over here like, yeah, man, I thought that we were all just moving over there. It's like, what? Nobody said that. Wow. We were in the middle. So he pretty much abandoned us. No. This man just jumped in the mid-game. <laughs> it was funny, man. Here's what I thought happened. I thought the game was almost already over with. And since our other friend couldn't even spectate, I didn't want them just to be sitting around doing nothing or jumping something else. I'm like, okay, we can do a quick Overwatch game while they complete the remaining, I thought, maybe a good two minutes left to the game. But apparently, no, there was more left to the game. And yeah, I apologize. And that was funny because we were all kind of just looking like, so you abandoned your set of friends that you were in a mid-game with just because you didn't want to inconvenience the other friend. <laughs> I, I, I mean... <laughs> it was a tough call to make, right? But, you know, you, mean, you I'm sure you made just... you made the right choice in your head. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who, I don't want to play these losers no more. I'm going Overwatch. So, Not a, But, again... And the, the set of friends who I know are listening to this, hey, I promise y'all I would deliver this, and I did, so... You're welcome. It was it was not technically a gaming moment. It was more of a gaming mistake. I know not to do it again. <laughs> That's kind of again. I didn't think it was going to be a big deal. <laughs> hey man, mistakes are moments in time, man. So it, oh, it yeah. works. Oh yeah. That's in the middle. What do you mean it wasn't a big deal? <laughs> I, I mean, it was th- it was still three people left. I figured that the game would actually like lessen the attacks from the enemies because of now one person short. Oh, that game is. Yeah. And, and here, and kid, and here goes the other friend talking about like the one in Overwatch talking about. So, well, you know, you got VP in there, so you you practically got two people. And I'm like, this guy. Oh, I mean, he does have a point with that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Come on, kid. <laughs> Did y'all finish? Uh, okay. Did y'all finish it or what? I mean, that's yeah. not important, man. What's important ah, is what happened with Star, okay, man. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, that's I may have lost too. the loot, but they got their loot, so. <laughs> oh kid man alright you got me I ain't gonna say nothing <laughs> nothing less to say well <laughs> so I think uh, our good old resident uh, rancer Mr. Starchild has a little Playstation rant he wants to kind of get off his chest oh wait uh, let's hear it man it's not a rant and again it was supposed to be um, y'all participating with your own personal issues you might have with the ps5 because i felt like we should as a psa give people our personal reviews on these systems that because of scalpers and bots and the pandemic and you know the chip shortages that a lot of people have not yet got their hands on the system so since there's already rumors of a ps5 pro or revision and all these things coming down the line in 2024 should you just save your money since we might be in a recession and hopefully by the time by 2024 the recession will be over and you then can spend money 
I wanted to give y'all just my take on it. And if it helps you to either save your money or spend your money, it's up to you. But I wanted everybody to participate, not just me. Hey, man, I can't invent issues, but hey, look, you got the floor. So whatever you say, I'll, I'll, you know, I can concur or disagree. So, you know, we'll just go with that. All right. Wouldn't you agree, kid? I mean, unless kid, he might have issues that he may not have spoken about before. I don't know. Uh, Well, just real quick, though main issue other than obviously availability the one big issue i do have with the actual playstation 5 itself is storage oh yeah that's definite that's a definite i'll give you that and the size of the actual console it does not fit in places that other consoles were designed to fit in they did not care about your actual living room when they designed this they didn't care about your bedroom i don't even care about (laughs) the car it fit in multiple cars i don't know but it's it's, the system is (laughs) The system is a little large for a console. Like it's technically can be uh, it's it's massive. Yeah. It can be a PC um, you know, box if you wanted to. Um I I don't want to just come off negative. So the my pros. I was oh, able sorry, to get my hands on one. Yeah. I was able to okay. get my hand on one. That's my pro. That's that's basically it took long it took a long time of frustration though. So that was a you know uh, eventual it, it pro. It took some failed attempts at purchasing it through PlayStation Direct, purchasing it through Walmart, going through uh, Target, uh, trying to even talk with an eBay seller that turns out to be a scam artist. Yeah, it it's... So this PlayStation that I had first received was a hand-me-down from a family member. When they gave it to me, it was because the system itself was a lemon. The video card just crapped out. You can still hear the game playing, the menu. You can still hear everything if you have it hooked up, but you can't maneuver it because there was no video. So I spent the money and sent it in to get it fixed or repaired by PlayStation for it to send it back to me. But that wasn't fixed when they sent it back. So I had to send it back a second time. Don't want to hold you up with all the, you know, bad troubles I had with the the repair department, but instead of them fixing the system completely, they ended up giving me a different refurbished PlayStation because I guess the one that I had was a lemon, like I said earlier. So I got this other system. Lo and behold, it works perfectly, but there are still some actual software issues because if you try to use any of the streaming services on that console, it still crashes the actual application. The system doesn't crash, but the application crashes. So I still have another issue with it, but I'm not sending it back in. I can stream from anything else in my house, from TVs to Roku, whatever. Um, now, with that all being said, I don't think that will be everyone's personal journey with the PlayStation when they get it. Um, I've heard that there's been a lot of people having actual technical issues with their system. But again, being, I guess, the first purchasers of any type of device we are going to be the guinea pigs um, to work out bugs and everything else so I was, I was expecting that to be the case so that's not a big surprise for me um anyone else has anything to add to it i mean yeah just... i mean i'll say uh oh. oh you go ahead kid uh i was just say i thankfully i haven't had any technical issues let me uh knock on some wood real quick <laughs> uh you know, it's been working fine and, and doing just just fine. Uh, I guess another uh, to go to the pros real quick. I mean, obviously, it, it looks and runs amazing. I mean, uh, you know, the games that came out on it, that they look in are pretty good. And, and it's definitely a nice, nice little upgrade from the PS4. Um, but I, I guess to point out another quick little negative, um, and it's not really a fault of the console itself, but it's just more of just a lack of actual titles for it and i know you know we're starting to get a little bit more as we're getting you know god award this year and everything like that but still it hasn't been a whole lot of real big hitters for the ps5 right now agreed and, and that's very uh upsetting for sony fans because you know the way i feel is if you don't have a good lineup for a console why spend the money on that console I could have saved my money because currently the games that are out that's exclusive for the PS5, meaning that it's not a game that's cross-platform or you can just play on the PS Pro, PS4 Pro. The games that currently have that only runs on the PS5, many are games that are not 
games I would play personally and not games that I'm excited for. So having this system and still playing games that, that I could have played on the PlayStation 4, it kind of puts that little jackass sticker on my forehead a little bit sometimes when I sit back and think about the money that not only I could spend or more people spending that's in the same boat. It's weird that, you know, Sony rushed this console, but they don't have any games after 2020. We are in 2022. That still get justified the amount of money that people had to spend during the pandemic. It just seems like as a company, as a whole, and they're thinking with the CEOs, they were trying to figure out how they were going to try to best Microsoft and not thinking about what can we do for our actual um, well, consumers. And they basically con us into buying a console so that they don't look like number two because Microsoft are trying to be number one. And that's technically, I think, the whole story behind why the PS5 was rushed. Um, but anyone could take to that before I move on? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, look, I respect where you're coming from. You know, um, I... I, I don't know. I just hadn't really ran into a whole lot of that. You're right about the games, uh, for one thing. I guess uh, for me, I'm just a little bit more. I guess I try to be a little more understanding because I do know that how the pandemic's kind of changed things around. Um, you know, as far as the development of games, and there's a little bit more challenge to it. Um, not to mention that you know you do have like the corporate, more of a prevalent corporate nature now in making games is less. It's 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 like it's taking a more and more away from the passion, and it's just kind of more and more involved with how to maximize monetization of the game. And yeah. I think that's what makes the, you know, unfortunately makes a lot of the elements of a game that could make a game great just take a back seat. Um, so I think that also affects kind of development times and stuff like that. But I don't know. Uh, I think, so if I had to really complain, I mean, you did make a good point about the storage or y'all made a good point about the storage um, capacity because I just actually ran into that not too long ago where I was like, I think I had did a... Uh, update to resident evil 7 and after i did no when i tried to do it it was like oh you don't have any more space and i was just like well i, I mean i only had like two or three games on this <laughs> on this uh hard drive that's all it takes so yeah pretty much and so that's why i was like yeah that's that was definitely kind of a just aggravation i mean it wasn't a deal breaker per se but it still is kind of aggravating to just only have three games and have to actually choose one to delete off and everything but um and the option they give you, which you can go out there and spend more hard earned money to buy another expandable hard drive or. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's not happening. And, and, and yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I so crazy. And that's crazy. And the crazy thing is, is I have a, a SSD external now that I mainly use for my PS4 titles that I have loaded on there. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's still, you know, but that's as much as I'm going to do. I'm not doing that additional hard drive, internal hard drive. Um, I think the only other issue I have with PlayStation 5, if I'm being honest, is less about the console and it's more about the, uh, I guess it's like the whole mess of up, upgrading the PS4 to PS5. Games, yeah. It's just, it's been inconsistent, you know, where you have some games where it's like, yeah, you can, of course you can get the free upgrade to PS5 and you got other games that's like, no, it's a $10 charge or a $20 charge or or you have to buy this specific edition to get both, you know, uh, versions. And I, I think that part has just been messy by Sony. Uh, or GTA 5. Remember where that game, they upgraded it for the PS5, but that made it to where it, anybody who wants to be uh, online and do a multiplayer game, they had to all have a PS5 to, to be online together. Because if you had a PS4, right. but the same game, same game you're not going to be able to play with someone on the PS5. So, yeah. again, that wasn't discussed when the, the PS5 update was being made for GTA 5. Now, in all fairness, I think that was kind of more on Rockstar's part, but Correct. but it, but nonetheless, it, it still was a, yeah, it still was pretty aggravating to have, like, it be treated as two separate worlds of, oh, either PS4 or PS5, and it's like, but it's, you know, it's the same game, but same and I know game. that people make the argument, I know some people made the argument of, well, because think about how it came out on PS3, and you know, the GTA Online, but then when PS4 came along, you only could play on PS4, you know, like, with other people. And while I can understand the argument, you have so many other games out there who can kind of, that can kind of prove that it can be done. It's just the fact that it will they want done, to do yeah. it. Yeah. 
So, so, but unfortunately, man, that's all I got, man. I don't, <laughs> you know, that's a good point, BP, because uh, it is a little frustrating um, figuring out, you know, what does give you a, a free PS5 upgrade, what you got to pay for. Because, like, I, I, I expressed frustration um, earlier, a couple episodes ago, um, how uh, Tiny Tina's uh didn't come with a free upgrade you had to if you wanted the ps5 version you had to buy the ps5 version which was 70 dollars. yeah um and so you know it's so inconsistent matter of fact uh star hit up our group chat today with the uh amazon link to god of war because i was actually looking for it the other day i couldn't find it Mm -hmm. to pre-order it i don't know maybe i was just looking wrong or it wasn't available yet but anyway um i went to go pre-order it but i was like oh wait a minute you know the PS5 version seventy dollars, but the PS4 version sixty dollars. But but it was saying like you know free PS5 upgrade available and blah blah blah. So I just got nervous. I'm like, well, dang! If I buy the PS4 version, do I get the PS5 version? Right. Like, yeah, consistent, you know. And if so, then why not just have it be sixty dollars if you're given the upgrade? Why have the PS5 version? It doesn't seem if you're giving it to people mm-hmm. if you buy the PS4 version. It's it's just. It's frustrating, man. It is. It, it is. And you're right. That's you're my not other wrong. gripe. The games right. cost $70. Mind you, they can come up with all their justification for $70. We don't even have physical, actual objects anymore in our hands where you're spending $70. Like, where is this actual money going towards? I understand that everyone needs to get paid to, to, to make this game from research to development to whatever. But if everything is considered a cost increase due to the demand for trying to make these games more realistic or do more technologies or make the games more immersive, fine. But currently, these $70 games do not display any innovation for it to be an increase. So I don't know how they are justifying this other than saying that they are just greedy and they just want our money and they know as the current economy is showing, we don't have it to spend, but they don't care. Yeah. So I'll even say this, like I would even understand if you, well, I say understand, but 70 bucks, you know, I still kind of be like, "Uh, it's kind of a (laughs) ridiculous increase. But if you were making a case for, say, if you were making the newer games for the newer generations, uh, during generation consoles, or I shouldn't say new, but the current generation consoles, um, and just simply we're offering the game as it is, then that's one thing. But because these games have microtransactions and all these other ways of making that amount of money, yeah, it, it that argument always falls flat for me, yeah. you know, especially when you hear like EA or Activision make that argument of, well, it has to be 70 bucks because we have to account for all the things we had to do, like the improvements and upgrades. It's like, yeah, but you're charging an arm and a leg for these microtransactions where you get such an accumulation from that. You know what and I mean? I, I think that's just like extra money. Like that's, that's money. They don't even calculate towards any expenses. So those microtransactions that they are making all those profits of, you think that they would look at it as let's return some savings to the consumers. Let's offer them some extra, extra perks for keeping us afloat during the recession. But no, they're just going to nickel and dime us. And again, nah. it's not just Sony. Not just mm-hmm. throwing them out there. Most companies right. are doing it. Yeah. Nah. You know what they're, they're probably what they're probably doing in their head is like, you know, well, we're doing it because we have to cover these expenses, guys. I don't know, man. These things cost, and those expenses are probably like Ferraris and <laughs> and, and yachts. They just oh, don't yeah. tell you because they, you know, they don't have to tell you what the expenses are, right? I mean, no, they don't. You know, they can act, they can group it up together in their financials and just say, hey, the expenses were for these you know, other things and miscellaneous things. And Hey, it's like, you know, you don't so, know that you never know exactly what it's for, or they could put on the books. Some of them some type of party, some very expensive parties. I mean, and, hey, you know, that's what I'm saying. Same. You know, expenses on these trips that they, you know, or bonuses or, you know, conferences they have, you know, you don't know what really happens, you know? Yeah. So, so that's why I always think it's funny when, you know, they do that. Cause you know, some people always buy into that. Like, well, yeah, they're right. You know, the way the business works is expenses. And I'm like, look, you're not wrong, but you know, what expenses is a question. You know, exactly. they're buying like hundred thousand dollar desk for the office. I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't think I can get behind an increase for that. You know what I mean? Uh, but anyway, I, I, would, I would always I support. Yes, I will always support the actual costs for things because I feel like there is people behind those products that I get in my hand, and those people need to be fed, and they need to have shelter and everything else that allows a person to live and be comfortable. 
So I don't mind spending money when I know the quality is there. But when it's a digital game where there's no physical anything to, 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 to say that, that you're already cutting costs right there. It's a digital item. So you don't have to worry about manufacturing any artwork or mass producing anything. So to me, it falls flat for that $70 price. But my final complaint, because I know I, I ran a little too long on this. Oh, there's more. All right. There's, there's one more thing. Oh, it's way more, but I'm just going to keep it short. <laughs> the menu sucks. It's all about trying to sell you stuff. Like this one part of the menu when I accidentally hit it and brings up all these cards, I guess, of games and things that you can select between. I don't ever use it. Like it does not need to be there for me. And I wish there was a way to customize when I hit the button that I can make it do other things and just bring up this option of more stuff to buy. I don't care for it. But the menu sucks in the new system versus the old. The old I'm not saying that I can't get used to new things. The overall design was not there to make it user friendly. It was there to push items and advertisements to you. I'm, I'm not a fan of that. I thought you could customize it. You can customize the buttons at the bottom, mm -hmm. but the actual button to press on the menu, it will only bring up what the system is designed to bring up. I'm going to have to look into that because I thought for sure. I mean, I know I customize it a little bit of myself, so I don't, I mean, I don't have that same issue uh, other than, well, no, I don't, I don't seem to have that issue, but I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. What about you, kid? You haven't noticed that? No, I actually think some of the UI is nice because it kind of every so often, you know, it'll uh, give you like your progress status on certain trophies and stuff like that. And it'll even like show you, you know, what you can, you know, what you need to do or tips and tricks to kind of advance and stuff like that. So it, it does have some neat, nice features. It does confuse me trying to put it to sleep each time. I always forget to push the button or hold the button down. It is a little confusing there. Oh, yeah. real I, quick. I, got, hmm? Hmm? I was going to say real no. quick, um, there's a complaint I do have about the PS5, and that's the the buttons on the front for the uh, eject and power. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I can't tell you how many times I've tried to eject the game, but I always seem to push the power button because I don't know if y'all noticed, but it's just so hard to see unless you're like really close on it, which one is they which. They feel the same. They feel exactly the I mean. same. There's nothing that tells you what button you're pressing unless you go, okay, I'm at the certain distance from the base of the, of the system. It might be this one. And you always exactly. gotta guess. It's a gamble, you know? right? That's exactly right. And I'm telling you, I can't tell you how many times I shut it off, and I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, man! Like, why? It's like, why couldn't they just put it a little I bit like spaced out or a little bit more like different from each other? Yeah, you know, let it glow. Yeah, they could have put one on the other end, or, or I like kind of how Xbox does it. The Xbox logo is the power button, and then all the way on the left hand side is the eject button. There so, you go. See. Yeah, Microsoft like, knows and uh, makes computers all day long. You know, they don't make computers, but no, Microsoft knows. <laughs> I just feel like the only thing that computes with the Xbox with the buttons is the freaking uh, eject and then the uh, controller sync button. Because I ever, I hardly ever have to sync a controller. So when I do, I'm like, wait a minute, is it this one? Is it that one? Uh, but other than that, mm -hmm. the power button and the eject button are definitely separated. Thankfully, true. true. Well, that's probably one of the reasons why people are buying so many more uh, Microsoft X, uh, was it Xbox X's, X's versus the actual PS5? Or do we even know the numbers? Well, I think PS5 still, I know Xbox was catching up, but I think PS5 is still reigning supreme, I think. Okay. I might yeah. have to redouble check that, but I'm pretty, because they sold pretty decent for what, what was available anyway. Um, I mean, again, half of that uh, purchase doesn't mean it went towards any actual consumer. It could just be bots just buying in bulk. So, <laughs> well, there, there you go. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked systems, about that before, and that's a possibility. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of these systems still sit in a warehouse until people get desperate and want to shelf the money. Yeah. So, well, that was it, there though. you go, Star. Did you, yeah, I was going to say, Dan, you know, you hope you're ready for this Sony fanboys out there, man. They may be coming for you. Hey, it. They, I need them to convince me. They, I need them to convince me to actually love the PS5, not just go against the things I was saying. These are my own personal gripes. Everyone don't have to agree with it, but right. convince me to why the PS5 is amazing. That's that's all I need. All right, guys, y'all heard them. Y'all heard it, man. You know, get on the comments, man, and let them know. Let them know. Uh, try to convince them.
how good it is. <laughs> there you go. All right, what's we'll on for the next topic? Well, you know, as you mentioned, uh, how expensive it is, uh, and, and buying things and the physical and all this and that. And you know, Star, I think EA listened to you and took that to heart <laughs> because uh, the next skate game has been announced to be a live service title. Yippee! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> So you guys are excited. So, you know, uh, another beloved series uh, has gone in the way of live service. And, you know, for better or for worse, people were definitely a little bit upset. Uh, and I think rightfully so. Uh, you know, but it's I, I think live service could definitely be a good thing, but it all comes down to who's behind it and the type of game itself. And, you know, I, now when you I, do say live service, you mean like free to play, right? It is. It's a big yeah, it's free to play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's it's going to be a live. I think on my understanding it is a live service too. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's just you know, EA is just not somebody I want to see behind a live service title. It's you know, do I need <laughs> to bring up Battlefront too? Hence the yeah, sarcasm the in my voice when I said yay. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know the the whole thing that started all the loot box legislation a couple of years ago. It, it's just you know. They just aren't the ones to handle this, you know. I I can just see them milking this for every little penny they can. Right. So here's the yeah. quote. Here's a quote from them. So they go, "We are taking inspiration from games like Apex Legend or other popular titles that are free to play, where spending money is totally optional. It's mostly cosmetic inconvenience, and that's coming oh, yeah. from Isabel McCord." She's the head of product management for EA. So you already know. Yeah, man. They are going to try to come up with ways to make some money. I was, gonna, I was about to say, man, and that word in says everything. So, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's still going to be because I think the developer of the game uh, was kind of trying to go on. I mean, because that's what some people were praising about the fact that they're trying to be as transparent as possible now, like even showing off the video footage of it not being finished, but what they got so far. And a lot of people did appreciate that and kind of give a lot of respect to them, uh, you know, to the developers being that transparent about it. So it's just a question of yeah. it's just a question of being that is EA, though, is how <laughs> like how yeah. much are they going to be stepping in to ruin things? You know what I mean? Because I think that's that's important to really point out that the vitriol that comes about. I mean, you have some people on both sides of the fence. Some people are thinking it was a cool idea. Other people think it's a terrible idea because EA is behind it. Um, but it just kind of really comes down to, um, you know, how much control the developers are going to have and just how egregious it's going to be, you know, like, is it really going to be anything that impedes like progress in the game or, you know, are you going to find yourself trying to do this really cool trick and then get like a pop-up that says, Hey, you want to see this finish, you know, go ahead and buy this move set, you know, the, you know, to complete the, um, challenge or something, you know what I mean? No, so here's the thing. Exactly. I, I hate that I didn't write down his name, but, um, uh, they did a little Q and A. Um, YouTube um, session where the mm -hmm. developer, I think it was, and oh shoot, I'm sorry, I don't want to speak. But basically, he he wanted to say to everybody that the way they are designing this free to play mechanic is not to include paywalls. So there's not going to be any purchasing of extra maps or purchasing of extra characters or anything like that. It from his words, he's saying that all this is. It's just cosmetic items. So I, that yeah. was from him, but doesn't know that that doesn't mean that he he has the final say. What does EA just, say? <laughs> yeah, I, I'll just say a lot of developers have come out and said that. I mean, most recently, uh, I don't even know if this is most recently, but uh, Square Enix said the same thing with Marvel Avengers, and uh, no. didn't last very long. Yeah, yeah. didn't last very long because I I remember that conference and. It was really frustrating because they were like, hey, guys, we're going to have microtransactions, but no loot boxes. I was like, that's still not something to celebrate, but OK. No. And then, of course, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, no paid advantages, no this, no that, you know, purely cosmetic, blah, 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 blah. And what, a year or two later, yeah, they were selling XP boosts and other things like that in the store. Yeah. So he could say this all day long. We'll have to see what really happens. And, and that, that's kind of my next problem with it is that. 
with a live service game, as we get to these more online only games, what happens after one, two, three years? And maybe the game isn't as popular as EA thinks, and they shut it down. And now you can't play it anymore. Yeah, you know it's going to get shut down. It doesn't stay popular. It don't keep on the same numbers. So it's going to shut oh, yeah. down. It's going to shut down. Not saying that it's not a great game, but just give it like about four or five years, like any game, it gets old enough, people move on to new things. So all the money you spent on those microtransactions, you don't have access to it. And then on top of that, if they decide to pull the game from the servers, because again, not enough people warrants the, the cost or the space, any money you spent is now cut off completely. So it's almost like they just want us to throw money into the air because we got we get nothing in return. We get no value in return. We just get to be entertained until the next time we turn back on the game. I feel like if society is going the way of digital, Congress or government needs to step in and protect our purchases. There should be guarantees with things we purchase. And right now with digital, the guarantee is up to up to the actual up it's up to the companies. It's not up to a agreement between the companies and the users because they can change those terms at any point. Like you know, when you turn on your PlayStation or you turn on your TV, you turn on your phone, there's new terms and agreements. They can change these things all the time. So there's no guarantee. So and you know, those are all valid points and everything. Um I have to. I have this question to ask y'all. Say that you were interested in playing the game. You know, I mean, I don't know if kid you were interested in, or or star if you would be interested in playing it. Um, would you like? Would you see yourself actually spending money on it, or do you like the idea that it will be free to play, so you can at least try it out to see how it turns out? I like the idea of trying it out, just like a demo, but it's a still the full game. I I like that idea, and I, if I end up liking the game. I'm going to be very careful of how much I would spend. But again, I'm an adult. That's fine. Kids are the are the problem when it comes to these type of games, how much money they think they can earn or spend or use their parents' credit cards and spend more. Like, it's not something that we should be applauding for video games. Because again, even though adults do play these games, these games are targeting a certain demographic first. And I feel like if we're going to keep making games where money is going to always be spent or loot boxes are always going to be used, what are we doing to the younger generation and how we are getting them uh, them indoctrinated into this type of thinking down the line? What kind of generation are they going to grow up to become as consumers and how are these companies going to exploit them if they allow all this to happen at a young age now? We allow these things to happen to them at a young age. You say kids were the problem? No, no. The problem is the fact that they can export kids. They can actually. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I don't yeah, know why not, I thought no, you no, said kids, kids were the problem. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was like, why Dang, is this man sounding like a boomer right now? Like, <laughs> yes. No, I'm I'm getting to that age where I can start saying that, but not right now. Yeah, man. I totally just saw you waving a cane in your hand, just like screaming at the, the, the computer screen. These kids out here. Surprised. <laughs> These, what do you say, kid? You wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. But you know, I would be surprised because I'm not that person. Oh man, not yet. I know a couple people who beg to differ. You know, with it being free to play, you know, for me, it always uh, kind of like be uh, Star just said. You know, it, it it makes me more willing to try it because I don't have to pull out my wallet and immediately give you money. Um, so, you know, personally, I, I'm not big into skateboarding games, so, uh, this isn't something either way I'll probably check out, even if it was just a regular box price. Um, but I, you know, there can be times where that free-to-play model can be a good thing. And I, I don't want to sit here and say it's going to be all negative, all doom and gloom. I mean, don't get me wrong. EA can definitely turn around because, uh, as, uh, I think Star was reading earlier, I mean, Apex Legends is one of the, if not their biggest game right now, and um, you know the monetization has had its ups and downs uh, over the years since it kind of came out. Um, but for the most part, as a free to play game, it's a really good game. And you know, <coughs> me personally, I, I don't know, it, okay, uh, okay, that's <laughs> uh, fire, man. Are you gonna respond, kid? You know, me uh, you know it's, it's, a it's, a, it's a good game. It's a good game. Hey, man, let kid respond, man. 
<laughs> but uh, you know, me personally, I haven't spent any money on the game, but I've had a blast playing it. You know, so mm. uh, I'm hoping they can really adopt some of these thought processes and and policies from you know maybe Apex or something to skate and and maybe it is only cosmetic. Maybe you know you don't need to spend much if any money and, and most people can just sit back and play the game uh you know free or whatnot so it's definitely something to keep an eye on um not only just for this game specifically but I, i'm curious to see how much ea continues this method down the road <laughs> uh and maybe mix their other games you know these live service type titles because mm-hmm. uh just briefly real quick if i'm not mistaken ubisoft is somewhat doing that with the next Assassin's Creed, how it's supposed to be a 10 year journey or something like that. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, it was rumored man. or something like that. So, you know, it, it's, it's interesting to see, you know, as these more and more companies try to transition more to this whole live service method, you know, mm-hmm. go ahead, go ahead. As, they, as they say, outrider, we'll see. There you go. <laughs> uh, I don't want to, I don't want to draw this too much longer, but I just got no quick question. Um, with the technology that they're using for these like service games, do you feel like the only reason why they are going down this road is because in the long run they are looking at how it saves them more money than anything else? Mm, I guess it depends on the trajectory of the game, you know, like what improvements, upgrades, uh, season passes. Uh, that they plan on doing for the game in the future um, and how much effort is really going to need to go into it, like as far as expenses and costs and all that stuff. So I don't know. Um, I I mean, I wouldn't put it past them that that's probably a good possibility, but I, I don't know. It's hard to say because not everything can be like uh, World of Warcraft, you know. You know, World of mm. Warcraft had that kind of um, standpoint where it was able to keep people entertained for so long. I mean, it's still going to this day. So I don't see how every game could necessarily translate to that because that game is more of a kind of immersive open world. Um, yeah, um, I can't. What did they call that kid? The M, um, MMOs, right? MMO. Yeah, MMO. There you go. I don't know why I couldn't think of that, but yeah. <laughs> so you know what I mean? It just has so many elements that you could just do different things with and explore different and get with friends and you know what I mean. Whereas something like you know maybe skate or something, I don't know if you would have that kind of same longevity. So it, I don't know. It's hard to say. Right. Not sure if anybody would keep, stick around like that long. Not. I mean, hopefully, at least they're hoping so. so but just to piggyback it back <laughs> off, y'all, real quick. Um, I think that because I think y'all are correct of the free to play. I mean, as much as I hate to say that for EA, because you know it's EA, nothing, nothing else needs to be said. Uh, I still feel like at the end of the day, it's cool to do free to play because I don't see a lot of people really want to shell out the money for it. I know there are skate fans out there, but even for that standpoint, it's been so long since the last skate game. So it's like, I don't know if they would really be in a position where they would look at the title coming out and say, oh yeah, sure, 60 bucks, 70 bucks. Yeah, that's that's a no brainer. You know what I mean? Like they'll probably look at it like, nah, that's still kind of, that's kind of steep. So it might be hard to tell. Is that? Yeah, it might be a hard sell yeah. these days. Yeah, and so I figure it's better, at least even if, even if EA does it and they completely botch it with the monetization, it, it does my heart more. Uh, it gives me more peace to know that at least nobody would have paid outright for it. You know, like they would have literally downloaded it to check it out because it's free to play. And then if they found the monetization to be terrible, they could just simply uninstall it. You know what yeah. I mean? So there's no money Good lost. Point. So hopefully, you're right, absolutely, because you do get some people who are like, They'll spend it, and then they'll, after a while, they're, after they spend like $200, 300 they're like, oh, you know what? No, nah, that sucks. So, but for the most yeah. part, most part, you'll have people that can, you know, at least feel good about that. You know what I mean? So that that's that's the positive that I see from it. Mm-hmm. And, and if we're being honest, you know, in EA, even if they did charge 60 bucks, there would still be microtransactions in it. So oh, yeah. This is the lesser of two evils, definitely. Oh, yeah. 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 Pretty much. So. All right, so I think to wrap up our final topics, you know, speaking of evil, BP, you want to take it away about the uh, CEO? Former, I think, uh, EA CEO as well. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough. Yeah, and I can't remember his name, so I'm not even going to try. But <laughs> he had, <laughs> but he had uh, he's basically the CEO now of Unity. It's a company that does the uh, has, the, obviously, the Unity engine uh, that I think a lot of people would be, well, 
decent amount of gamers out there should be familiar with because they've done a lot of work with different games, various games out there. Um, oh, yeah. But he uh, pretty much made some controversial statement um, whenever it came to the conversation of monetization and developers. Uh, and I'm paraphrasing this, guys. I don't I don't know how to write direct quote in front of me. But, you know, the conversation was about monetization and developers and what he felt about those developers who didn't quite really go that road or didn't really see eye to eye with that. And he kind of made like it, it kind of came off his quote, like in a kind of backhanded, heavy backhanded way where he was kind of saying that, well, you know, this is, we have some really brilliant developers, you know, great developers out there who have, you know, strong passion, imagination, but they're also like effing idiots. Um, mm. And when he was saying that, it was kind of more in the regards of like well, a lot of people took it as, oh, yeah, you're really idiotic because you don't want to take full advantage of monetization practice of maximizing the amount of gains you can get from people instead of like you know creating a passion project that people could just love and enjoy and then the money would follow as a result so um i think since then he's come out with a quote to try to not a quote with another statement to try to clean that up to say how dumb he was and make that statement the way he did and not think it through and to kind of really convey what he truly meant and a lot of it people just kind of saw it as him just kind of going back and you know instead of really being really sorry for it he's just sorry that people paid attention and, you know, said what was really on his mind. And, you know, they, you know, some people try to backpedal and say, no, I mean, they're really great people. I didn't mean it that way. I just meant that there was so much opportunity to make, you know, money essentially, you know, and try to frame it in a way of, you know, why wouldn't we want to make money? Right. I mean, it's just like, you know, that's just a smart thing to kind of implement there. If you listen to the feedback of the players and, and it was just funny because when he kind of said that, I was thinking like, but who really, gives you feedback saying, yes, please do more monetization in these games. That's what we want. No one's asking yeah. for that. I, I feel like... Uh, not the players anyway. No. Nah, yeah. I just feel like as the consumer, like the public, we need to actually show these companies that we don't want certain things because we see how it's exporting us. But the only way we can do it is by basically showing it with our wallets and our purses and stop supporting these companies until they get the point but it's never going to be that kind of unity because there's too many fanboy isms out there where people want to support things regardless and turn a blind eye to things regardless because it's what they like um mm -hmm. that goes into politics and gaming and anything else sometimes you gotta strike a balance with your moral code you know regardless if you like something the totality of that thing doesn't always have to be positive you should still look at some of the actual gray areas and things and feel like should i still support this there's right. there's enough people in this in this world to make a difference we just say no to these companies sometimes so and to add to that um because I'll, I'll say this because i know like a lot of people may hear this and think that you know we're just so anti-corporation and you know that's not the case you know like what I find problematic with his stance and other CEO stance in similar fashion is that, you know, we know that they're clearly about the money, you know, because in, in, in maximizing the amount of gains because they have investors, you know, like we're not, you know, it's, it's not it's not like we're oblivious to it. Right. You know, like mm -hmm. it's just how businesses run. But it just comes to a point of the amount of greed of wanting to get all the money in the world um, is where it's problematic because that is what gets in the way of the true passion of the game and what people can then take away and enjoy from the game. Um, so I just feel like when, you know, you make those kind of blanket statements of, well, you know, are we really the bad guys for wanting to be smart about monetizing, you know, monetizing this game the way we want to, you know, just to maximize our returns. And it's just like, yeah, but it's all going to a specific group you know, of that company, you know what I mean? It's not like it's being evenly dispersed amongst the developers and people who really are integral to the process. You know what I mean? Like, nah. you know, it, it's just going to a bunch of people who just sit back and they care about the figures. They don't care about, you think, you think they really care about all that can be offered from the game? In you know, the to the consumer thing, standpoint? No. It's, and it's I will say, yeah. oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead, man. No, the only thing I was going to say was that if you look at like the CEO, the CFOs, and any O's you have for the, the top tier of the company. Any O's. <laughs> any O's, man. They're, I like that. I like that. Their, their, their frame of mind is that, hey, I'm the one. This is their frame of mind. I'm the one that's keeping this company afloat. 
I'm the one that understand business business models. I understand, you know, um, the, the numbers for profit margins and how much this is going to grow the company. They think that they're the ones that are making the decisions because they are the ones that only can save the company. They don't think the workers are anything but replaceable. And that's their problem. They are basically just the, the being. Okay. I'm going to go on one of those rants. I'm not. Well, I see you, stop. man. You took it the microphone stop. just now. I heard that. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were the mic, bro. I was like, woo. Uh, yeah, yeah, really into it. I'm going to stop. I'm just going to say that, good, man. again, the public includes the workers. We can yeah. say no to these companies by not supporting them. Like, if you can't keep allowing them to just treat us any way they want because the more they can get away with things, give them, a, give them an inch, they can take, what, a mile. And they keep taking more and more. Because we keep giving them that those inches, and I think at some point we have to say no. Future gaming can collapse because we allow these companies to only worry about greed and not the core of the gaming, the gaming world, which was always been fun. Make a game fun, not make a game to make money. Yeah. So, kid, you want to kind of get in there because I got some more things I want to throw in there, but I wanted to hear your thoughts. I think y'all got it, y'all, y'all, y'all going no, in on these co- corporations. You to go in, you the you the new generation. What else can you <laughs> say for for the platform for your peers? Or how they should be careful with gaming, with gaming companies and their practices. I mean, it's it's kind of like you just mentioned, Star. I mean, you know, make a fun game, you know, um, and and that'll that'll sell. You know, uh, it might not always be the next Call of Duty. It might not always be the next Fortnite. But not every game needs to to do that, you know. Mm. Not every game needs to sell bajillion copies. Just just make fun games, you know. Make interesting experiences, and you know, sure, we'll have the big blockbusters. But not everything needs to be that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. But uh, unfortunately, <laughs> the, the capitalistic society we live in, all these companies see is uh, dollar bills. So. Uh, that's all they're trying to do is figure out, you know, how they can get more and more money out of us, and it's 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 sad. It's really sad. Yeah. And to add to that, since you brought the help capital capitalism up, I think that's the kind of brilliance behind it. Um, and I say brilliance not to be like, oh, yeah, I'm giving, you know, but it's just if you think about how it takes advantage of how society is, you know, we're very materialistic, at least on this side of the world, um, you know, in, in, in America, uh, you know, primarily is what I'm talking about. But we're we're in that structure of just we're, we're basically in that kind of materialistic, you know, viewpoint. Um, combined with the convenience of being able to go somewhere or go online and say, "Oh, just for ten bucks or for fifteen bucks, you can get this or get that," you know, you know, pretty cool deal that you'll enjoy for like five or ten minutes or an hour or whatever. Um, and we're so that's so ingrained into us to you know where these companies can take advantage of that and do and feel like they can do it. You know what I mean? That's why they don't really, and I think that's why someone don't really feel like they should be labeled as a bad guy. Cause they're like, look, we're just taking advantage of a world where this is permissible. Um, Cause it kind of gets back to what you said star about how, you know, we could all get together and say enough's enough, but we more likely won't because, you know, society has been so ingrained in the materialistic, you know, view or just convenience view of just saying, Oh man, it's just five bucks. You know, it's just, you know, it ain't, what's the old saying? It ain't chicken. If you got it. So sure. I got my paycheck this week. You know what I mean? I got, you know, I got me a, you know, a couple grand here, or I make six figures here, or, you know, I got my millions in the bank, you know, what's $20 here, what's $30 here, you know, and when you got that mixed in the player base, naturally, you know, they're going to want to take advantage of that, you know, so I think, and that's why I think it's so, well, yeah, and that, well, it doesn't matter if you get people who just have got it or feel like they got it, you know, and you, because you have people on the flip side of that who don't even got it, but they feel like they have it, you know, because they have to live up to a certain lifestyle that they see others living, you know, like on Facebook or Instagram. Exactly. So I think that's what kind of plays into that nature of why we would not uni- uh, unite, you know, because you can have that conversation with somebody saying, man, think about it, man, they're gouging us like silly over here, man, with all these microtransactions, DLCs and all this other stuff. And the people look at you like, man, look, it's 10 bucks, man. If you know, go get a job, you know, or, you know, like you, you really, you really going to complain about that, man, you must be very broke. You know what I mean? They, they resort to shaming instead of yeah. actually really thinking about the investment of the money that they could be doing amongst, you know, with other things, you know, they, it's everything short term, you know, it's never a long term thing. Um, 
which you know to be fair life is hard so you have to have distractions i get it but you know it's that's just how it works unfortunately so and and the companies pick up on it they're smart about that so real quick you just made a good point about how these companies focus so much on the short-term gains that's the short-term do to make money now when it's like yeah you you could do this and you might make a lot of money but the long term is more negative than you think i mean you're gonna piss off so many people you're gonna turn away so many people sure Diablo Mortal, you might make, you know, millions upon millions, you know, your first month of launch, but now you, you, you pissed off so many people, you know, let's see what Diablo 4 does. Let's see what the next Blizzard game does. You know, you might lose a lot of money you could have made, uh, but they don't see that. They just see, well, what can we make today? We'll worry about tomorrow later. And I mean, as a company, especially these big companies, you can't do that. You got to think about today and tomorrow. Right. Let's take right. Cyberpunk, it, for example. Yeah, I was going to say that's a good example. Cyber, yeah, is it a Cyberpunk uh, Part 2? Do you think they would probably think that the, the trust is still there with the fans to even want to support the Part 2? I know they cleaned the game up or heard good, good things about the patchworks, um, but the trust, that company was always known to be very trustworthy. And if you if you can lose people's trust, it's kind of hard to earn it back. But I think as consumers these days, we already don't trust most companies, so we're not in it for the trust. So, what are we in it for? What are we doing <laughs> with our lives? <laughs> I'm just joking, but yeah, what exactly? What, why, kind of, why are we here? <laughs> What's the meaning of life? <laughs> well, yeah, but as, hey, but as right. consumers, what are we really doing for these companies, though? Are, are we just being the cheap? Are we just walking this path to, to the slaughterhouse on purpose? Like, we're not thinking no more. And that's it. I'm done. Yeah, well, sorry. You know, when you brought that up about Cyberpunk, um, I believe Yong Yeah and uh, Review Tech uh, USA, you know, the two YouTubers, uh, prominent YouTubers, actually, uh, actually did uh, some videos on that recently where it sh- they uh, reported on how cyberpunk really took a lot of damage, oh, you know, I- as far as their goodwill from the release of that game. Um, I think it was something about, I don't know if there was, if their stocks went down really bad or price. Was that? Yeah. The stock price went down like 70 or 75%. Yeah. 75% dude. And I was like, man. And so it kind of gets back to your point kid about, it, it can't be about the short term. I mean, it can at that moment. You may feel like you're on top of the world, but at the end of the day, like you said, is it, is it worth sacrificing your goodwill? Because they had great, strong goodwill, man. I mean, they took it took years for them to build up that amount of goodwill and trust with the gamer base and for them to do that move. That, do that it was that? They had great games to do that with. Like, their right. games, the quality was always top-notch. I mean, of course, they may have bugs in, in, in there or some of their games, but Cyberpunk was to be the flagship game for them, I think. I think they were trying to make this thing or hype this to be like the biggest game yet. And just mm-hmm. to release it the way they released it, like that's, it could have barely run on the last gen consoles, the PS4s. Like, how do you make a game that can't even play? Like, that just does not make sense. And it sucks because the developers, man, like, I mean, they you could tell that it would have been such a amazing project to be put out in the amount of passion that would have gone into it from them but again you have the people who run the corporations and management that you know when they call the shots they call the shots for a mm-hmm. short-term gain they don't think about the long term and and, and despite because i'm pretty sure despite the fact that developers were telling them look we need to delay this because this isn't ready that isn't ready this isn't working out you know, we we got something here. You just need to give us time. And they're like, nope, we need to release it here because it's been long enough. We need to make this money. And, you know, like you said earlier, that's it. By sh- and I mean, this is not just gaming, you know, uh, companies. This is like for all types of companies, man. Like history has shown time and time again, when you rush something without, you know, checking it through, making sure it's OK, you can have a nightmare in your hands. And some companies have bellied up, went straight bankrupt because, you know, they just didn't care about the long term they didn't care about the the morality and you know like you know what i mean the goodwill of the people they just cared about the dollar signs yep. so. absolutely oh yeah couldn't have said it better myself kid but y'all leave my game alone i right? <laughs> leave my puck alone <laughs> so you know what since you say that when's the last time you played it that's not important all right <laughs> no yeah no <laughs> 
But to, to be honest, I will be honest with you. It's been a minute since I played, but now that I did upgrade my PC and monitor oh, and graphics yeah. card, oh yeah, that's actually a good point. Card, yeah, I I, I have low key been thinking about re-downloading it on Steam and uh, checking it out again forget, because yeah. especially now with all the updates, I think it uh I think it might look and run really really well. But so. It's funny you mentioned that because I have been thinking about playing it again. So it it, it might be soon. Yeah, keep right. us posted. Okay. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but that's definitely going to be a good, good opportunity for you to kind of really test it out. Because it, 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 it definitely ran a little bit better on my PS5 rather than my PS4 Pro. It was struggling on the Pro, but the 5 was almost kind of like a night and day uh, difference. Uh, but it's still, obviously had his issues during launch so um it will be kind of nice to go back and, and replay it now that it has had a lot of updates and the, the care and, and love that it needed you know before it came out <laughs> gotcha gotcha nice okay i got something there so but i think that's okay. it from tonight then. yeah i think so i think that wrapped up pretty good um you know i think i think star you got enough off your chest i know you got more i mean is there a part two for your ps5 rent in the near future, I was going to talk about the controllers, and but I no, I said no, nah, I'll hold off. So. Okay, we'll pin that for the next episode because you know I'm curious. I want to see how much more negative this can get. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But now we can pin that for the next episode, so that'd be cool. Cool, cool, cool. Are you gonna sign us off on this one, kid? Oh me. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> I me. Okay. I'll- <laughs> for joining us on this wonderful adventure i know it was a little more ranty but hey man sometimes you got to get some things off your chest apparently we did that apparently. Uh, if I, you're a star you got a whole lot to get off your chest a whole <laughs> lot <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy star did not rant a lot about microsoft today so i will count that as a win no they're not going to win right now man Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I take that back then. Take it all back. You know what I want for the next episode is I want to test him to see how much negativity he can. Not negativity. I want to make it seem like that's all you had. But I want to see what ranch you have against Nintendo. That'll be the challenge I have for you, sir. Oh, man. Um, I might yeah. fail that test, but we'll, we'll try. We'll try. <laughs> we can find some stuff, so we'll make it happen. So, all right. But that's cool. Well, like Kid said, thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, definitely leave us your thoughts and comments. You know, were we way out of line with our rants? You know, uh, or were we kind of on point with some things? You know, just let us know. Uh, leave everything in the show notes as usual, so you know how to you know reach out to us and leave us your thoughts and uh, all that. We greatly appreciate it. So, but thanks for tuning in again. Peace. Let's get it. All right, latest. <laughs>